Welcome to Leverage Masters, airing weekly on Tuesdays at 12 Eastern and on demand on iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. Leverage Masters hosts Jack Humphrey and Gina Gaudio Graves discuss leverage strategy with guest leveragists. Be sure to subscribe to Leverage Masters in your favorite podcatcher for great tips and case studies on using leverage to achieve your biggest goals much faster. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Leverage Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com, the co-founder of The Leveragists, and co-founder of Divisio, the all-new affiliate network for people in all niches. We have got a fantastic show lined up for you guys today. We have my co-host and partner in crime, Jack Humphrey, calling in. Hello, Jack. Hello. We did it again. We were able to pull some incredibly busy person off the off their calendar and out of their life for a moment to come on the show at the last minute because we needed to. And we are really good and skilled at this, aren't we? We really are. It's awesome. He's not quite here yet, but he's working on it. He's they coming. He should be here momentarily. <laughs> So I hope everybody's downloaded and read the Leverage Black Book three times by now. You should have had time in your busy life to read it three whole times. But once would be great, and if you're not sure what I'm talking about, go to theleveragists.com and uh, click and download that daggone book. It's going to change your life. And we're going to talk a lot about leverage, of course, today on Leverage Masters, but our guest has, uh, wow, he knows leverage. You guys are going to be pretty impressed. <laughs> so that'll be fun. Leveragists.com. And he is here, Jack. Cool. We have Ryan? I want proof. Here okay, there's is. proof. He's here. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we have Ryan Allaire. He owns a seven-figure marketing company, specializes in direct response marketing, and Ryan's company has mailed millions of direct mail pieces and leveraged his online marketing strategies with his marketing funnels. That's pretty. That's a pretty tame introduction, Ryan. You're going to have to expand on that a little bit. Tell us who you work with and all the things you got up in the air right now. For sure. Awesome. Again, thank you, Jack and Gino, for having me on the show. It was really cool how it all worked out. But, um, uh, yeah. It so, really is. Yes, yeah. It's really cool. And, um it's funny because I was told how, how the topics on leverage and wow. I mean, I use leverage so much in my business. Um, Jeff Mills and I are partners. So I utilize staff and uh, a lot of aspects of leveraging that company as well as my direct mail business, as well as um, the online marketing stuff that I do uh, with my division of my company. So anyways, I, it, it's, I'm uh, happy to, to be able to learn the power of leverage and, the funny part about that is, is I mean, it's, I, I, I didn't really um, learn that in my rookie years of, of being an entrepreneur. I thought that I had to do everything and, uh, and, and man these tasks. So anyways, leveraging is a huge aspect of my business. And to elaborate more on what it is that I do, um, so like I said, Jeff Mills and I, we have the whole product line that we promote uh, utilizing Facebook ads, which again... We have a whole uh, team in the Philippines that we use as leverage for that uh, business, five people, on, on running Facebook ads and selling products via e-commerce. So um, that's one aspect of my business. Again, it was a really short bio there for everything that I do. Um, we have a, a direct mail uh, a sector of our company where we've mailed out millions of pieces of direct mail sales letters and postcards. We work with local businesses. We work with uh, different types of companies and organizations. We work with one of the largest precious metal companies uh, here in the U.S. And um, so, yeah, so like, we use the power of leverage and, and, and our direct mail systems and uh, how we uh, intertwine online marketing and, uh, and methods that we see to retarget clients via direct mail pieces and online marketing methods from what it is that we send out. Uh, so, yeah, again, I mean, the, the topic you guys are covering is key because uh, – most important things as an entrepreneur is to learn that. And for me personally, I know it was a hard thing for me to let go uh, is some of these tasks and learning these leverage principles to 
really build, grow, and scale my company to where it's at today. Um, so yeah, so that's more or less what I do in a nutshell. Um, I mean, I, I could talk more about the do details you guys, of that. Yeah, you guys, um, you guys are kind of behind the scenes. I haven't heard about Jeff Mills in a while. I've kind of lost contact. We did. I think I had him on a a podcast of mine called Website Chats many, many, many years ago, oh. and. Uh, you can always tell when somebody goes underground and starts using leverage from afar. Like, and the, and what's included in their leverage is not the the big hey look at me I'm on social media look at me in my big email list and I'm mailing you all the time and everything because I I have a sense that Jeff doesn't do much of that right yeah. and do you do you guys do any anything like that or are you pulling strings from behind the curtain? For sure. That's the thing. And it's funny. I mean, I'm, I'm on this radio show now, but I prefer to be behind the scenes, behind the curtains. Um, I mean, so last in 2015, Jeff and I, we, we, we did a, uh, it was 11 city tour in 10 months, basically toured the entire U.S. teaching businesses and, and companies how to use, how to leverage Facebook marketing. And um, so if you follow uh, Jeff's social media and, and the company's social media, you'll see some photos, but you're right. I mean, it's personally not my style. I mean, um, I like to live behind the scenes, behind the curtains. Um, I, I mean, I know everyone has a taste of their own and I have friends that like the f- photos of their cars and like you said, their email lists and look how much money I made today. And if that's your style, I'm not knocking it. Uh, cool for you. And that's good. But you're right. I mean, again, utilize well, the, the power the, of leverage. I can position myself behind the scenes. I'm not needing to be out in people's faces to get clients and customers. Yeah. Like, in my opinion, some of these other people that are on social media, so I prefer to, I, I have effective marketing methods. I've leveraged those marketing methods to where I can be behind the scenes and more or less uh, play uh, without needing to be bragging, uh, so to speak. Yeah, but it's almost like I've gone into the deep recesses of the Amazon rainforest and pulled out a rare species. And you, <laughs> you and Jeff, but people like you guys, Actually, there's a lot more of you, I have a sense, than the people who are on the surface on social media running big campaigns about their personal brands and stuff like that. And I wanted to mention that altogether just because you – just so people could see that there there are people that exist like you that are out there very quietly, and I think it's really the bigger part. I think the tip of the iceberg are the people who surface and make their business more about – you know, publicity and all that kind of right. stuff. And then there's the people down below who are working it, just really, really working it. So we surfaced you today, and I feel very lucky to have done so because you'd be a great example of the, you know, the alternative for businesses and people who own businesses who are thinking that the only way to do it is to be like Joel Com and be on social media every five seconds. Right. That's kind of depressing for people who don't think that that's them, which is most people can't do that. They don't want to. It's not in their wheelhouse. It's not the way they roll. They right. wish they had an alternative, but all they ever see is that example. They don't get to always see your example. So I would like like to dive more into what that what your life is like, what business is like for you yeah. in the using of all of this leverage that you talked about. Well, so I appreciate that, Jack, and it's cool. Like I said, I mean, it's uh, and I'm and I, it's cool that you recognize that um, because, like you said, it's 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 out of the norm. I mean, for most people, the norm is or what they think. Oh, in order to be, or in order to have a successful online business, you have to be in front of the public's eye. You have to be doing this and that and uh, grabbing attention and being controversial and getting uh, uh, trending topics on social media. Which, again, I mean, I'm not saying I have any any. Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But what's funny is, I mean, right now I'm on a radio show behind the microphone and in my office right now of a, of a office wing that we own here in, in our uh, city that we work in with our, our employee staff. And um, and the funny thing is, is I'm more of an introvert. I don't want to, I mean, I don't want to post my vehicle, my home, my belongings online for the world to see. And what's funny is people don't really, I mean, like, like my wife, she's like, oh, it's hard for me to believe you're an introvert um, because when need to be at a marketing yeah. event, I can speak. You don't in front talk of like client. an introvert. <laughs> I know it's funny, but honestly, I mean, I'm not really unless I know people and 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 get to know them. I'm not big on just um, more or less chopping it up, so to speak, on on uh, just on the side for for the fun of it. So I know it's really strange when I think about it more in depth um, because. Again, I mean, I do these online trainings, and, and I also do these events. We do it once a month. 
um, typically where we're traveling around, do masterminds and and uh, and, and education um, seminars for local businesses and people looking to grow and scale their business. So, think I mean, looking at it from from the outside looking in, you're thinking there's no way you're an introvert. There's no way that that's your personality type. But it can be done. I mean. I don't prefer that. I mean, I get paid a lot of money to, to show up and do these events and workshops is one motivation factor. And the biggest portion of it is I'm helping people, which I love to do. I grow their businesses. I, I love that more than anything else. Um, so between those yeah. two factors, I pull myself to doing it. But kind of commenting on what, on, on what you said, you don't have to be in the public's eye and, and, and Instagramming and, and screenshotting and, and – uh, photo bombing and doing all these crazy things to to get in front of the people's face that that you're, that you're looking to do business with. I mean, in my opinion, you speak more volume than being quiet than you do being loud and and, and out there. Um, and that's just my two cents. I mean, uh, again, yeah. everyone has different styles. Well, yeah, and one of the cool things is, I think, for readers of the Black Book and. Uh, and people who are trying to figure out, is there really, is Jack telling the truth? Is, is, are all these people on his show telling the truth? And, and Gina and everybody saying that, that leverage really, you know, you can put yourself anywhere you want. You can float over the top of the Internet. You can float underneath. You can, and I think what you guys have figured out uh, over the years is there's a whole bunch of buttons and levers behind the Internet, such as Facebook advertising, right? Right. Uh, Facebook ads. And you – so I think a lot of people here, you need to be on Facebook, and, and right. they immediately assume that they need to go get a picture of their cat and put it up. <laughs> and what we're saying is not that. It's you need to be behind in the power editor, in the right. – you know, totally right. And making the crowd come to you. You have to you know, understand that you know, Facebook makes you pay for the privilege of getting in front of exactly the right people. Your alternative to that is – putting up a picture of your cat, so to speak, and have something go viral about your business or whatever if you get lucky, and then pulling in a whole bunch of people you don't – I mean, they're not that targeted. It's just people off of social media, but it's free. So the alternative is actually more expensive than the paid version, in my opinion. And, Jack, and and actually, you hit it on the head. And it's funny. A lot of marketers use this quote. I mean, so Russell Brunson, I was talking to him at his event recently um, a couple months ago. And and, and he was talking about, I think, Dan Kennedy that stole it from someone that stole it from someone else from a direct response copywriter in, like, like 1960s or whatever. And and what it is is – if you're not willing to invest in customer acquisition, you don't have a business, you have a hobby. That's the old saying, right? And mm-hmm. that's exactly it. I mean, sure, other free methods out there, yeah. And could you post photos and hope that something goes viral and hope that something strikes there where, where you can get some free traffic? But like you just mentioned, Facebook allows you to go ahead and, and build campaigns. And Facebook's different, and I'm sure as you have taught your following, it's different than the Google search engine. You're not bidding on keywords, or you're, or you're not bidding on like uh, um, uh, like Jack Humphrey's awesome online training. You, there's no way to bid on people that's searching that in Facebook because Facebook's not a search engine. So you find interest, people that are interested in growing a business, scaling a business, people that are maybe interested in these other groups or pages or magazines or uh, 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 group, um, clubs that have interest in what it is that you're teaching. And that's primarily how we fill some of our marketing events is we use our, our email list and 100% of Facebook ads where we don't even post it on our, on, on our Facebook page. What Facebook does is they post our sponsored ad in front of people's faces that are interested in the topics that we talk about. Because that's the thing. I mean, in my Facebook personally, I use it for a lot of personal stuff. It's family, friends. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's – I mean, I don't – in my opinion – Sure, I have clients and, and people that are interested in marketing on my Facebook page, but primarily that's not my way of marketing the stuff that I'm involved with. I go out and, and say, okay, Facebook, I'm willing to pay for, for page post engagement or, or, or a click to my website, um, X amount of dollars for these interests, and then Facebook dials it in for us. And then we have a process that we use, which is pretty cool, which uh, we can elaborate on, on getting clients from the Facebook page to our sales page that watches a short video to an application. And then myself or someone on my team calls them and closes them on our workshop or, or our business event. So, it's a, it's, so we actually have leveraged a process behind 
what we do on Facebook ads. And um, but I can agree with more than what you're saying here. With uh, well, yeah, I was I was just gonna say uh, there's only really one. So we covered the 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 most costly, which is just doing everything. You know, trying to generate social buzz, trying to generate buzz on your list and grow your list with all of that. I mean, it, it, there's there's a place for that, and there's no knocking it. I mean, people have gotten really right. successful. But I've also said in the book, I say, <laughs> they've also gotten depressed, divorced, and heart transplants uh, in, in the, you know, and, and free rides to the hospital <laughs> right, because right. of that kind of stuff, because that is really the hardest way to go. The next right. way we talked about was paid ads, you know, going directly to the exact people who you design your product or service for and getting right in front of them. And the third one is just using leverage. So if there's a bunch of people out there who want to do any of the first two, they've got a big audience because they use a combination of paid and they get right in front of them, or they, ha uh, they also use you know, uh, regular free social media engagement tactics and things like that. Look, it's, nothing, it's not for us to say right. whether that's the best way to go or not. And if you're going to have a heart attack, please take care of yourself and give your, you know, do some push-ups, get up from your computer once in a while. But if that's the way you're going to build your big audience, then I want to be on your podcast. And I want to be in front of that audience. Thank you so much for building that audience. Now, I want to come and serve them and serve you. And in the bargain, you can come here. So, like, I think I have a sense that you guys will do that probably when, when it comes up, like today. Somebody wants you to come on the radio show, and you're like, okay, well, cool. I'll get a little right. exposure, you know. <laughs> no, so sure. there's the third thing. Do, you know, do you have any – do you guys have that in your plan, or does it – because yeah, I have a sense that you've got it so dialed in that you don't even need that. Well, and, 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 and here's the thing. I mean, so we do have uh, company fan pages, and Social Prof Academy is their main hub on Facebook, which is more or less it's a closed group. So it's the people that pay money for our either monthly coaching or for our services or how to purchase our product can, can get access. And we do advertise events and things that we're doing, and we show case studies and kind of behind-the-scenes stuff um, on our fan page. So we do do that. But I think where people get it confused is they look at that as as, as the starting point, right? And it's yeah. not. I mean, you have to get, you have to earn your stripes, so to speak. You have to go ahead and, and build that authoritative figure where people are listening to you. And um, and I think people, um, unfortunately, see like these dual comms and they see these more or less social media gurus, I guess you can call them. And that's their game plan is, okay, I'm going to go after the marketplace by what they're doing. And it doesn't work that way. I mean, Viral campaigns are one in a million. I mean, even stuff that, that we have. We have stuff that goes viral and kind of goes around the community. But, um, again, that's not our marketing strategy behind it. We, we organically drive ads and, and get traffic and do things. And then when that happens, it's pretty cool because you've already built that customer fan base that's, that's, that's there that is following you. So I just think what happens is, unfortunately, the people see these – um, like public figures, I guess you call them, uh, online in the in the IM space, and then that's what they try mm -hmm. to replicate. And I think they're doing it wrong. Um, so to answer your question, we do have have um, fan pages, and we do have um, groups and closed groups of of our clients and people that we work with, and we do leverage that because um, we'd be foolish if we didn't. But uh, again, I think too many people teach that as being a starting point. Like, oh, look what I'm doing. This post I just talked about on a T-shirt. Or, or something people just doing. assume, right? Because right. that's that's the only thing that's on the surface that they can see, and they're like, well, okay, these guys got 2,700 likes on their page, and and that must be what they're doing to drive all their, you know, a lot of their business, a lot of their attention, and 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 in this case, they couldn't be further from the truth. You right. know, that's not even. That's not even the tip of the tip of the iceberg. And, exactly. But if that's all they can see and they don't use any more sleuthing skills than to go and look at your Facebook presence or something like that, then they're going to walk away going, well, that's, that must be what I need to do because those guys just said how much they pulled in last month. And obviously Facebook is the biggest game in town, so right. that must be how they're doing it because they only go as far as they can see. Exactly. They don't ever pull up the the edge of the curtain to look behind it and or even try or probably even know how. Right. But how many people do you know like you guys? I mean, you meet each other at conferences and everything else, and 
and and you guys are killing it and there's no really you know your stuff looks great the stuff that you can see but it's no comparison to what you guys are really doing and there's a lot of you aren't there right and and, and, and there is i mean so and and um i know jack you've been around for a long time i've uh seen you in, in the marketplace and in circles so to speak of, of the im space of people that we've uh are, are friends with and, and mutual contacts and i think there's two people or two entrepreneurs in the im space um and one of them are people that come and go and you see them promoting different things every so often and now there's like a new flavor of the month and they're always vocal and on facebook um, or, or not Facebook, but a social media platform advertising and talking about mm-hmm. what they're doing and, and how great they are. And then, like you said, you have the other group, which is bigger than what you think, um, of people that are actually doing it. They're in the trenches. They're, they're monetizing and they're leveraging and growing their business with effective marketing methods. And there's tons of people that, that do that, but unfortunately, they're more behind the scenes and, and they're not uh, uh, vocalizing and advertising as much um, and here's what I've learned is people that are, that's their method. They're doing it because they have to, I mean, because that's their means of advertisement. That's their means of bringing people in right. which is far and few between the ones that are more behind the scenes and, and doing their thing um, aren't because they don't have to. I mean, why, why pimp out your, your Facebook pages um, if you don't need to, I mean, sure. And I'm not, and again, I don't want to get the wrong message here because I'm totally for leveraging your online assets. I think a fan page or a, or a social media platform is a great leverage point on an online asset, but I also think you have to leverage it properly and have a, a end game plan in mind, meaning, um, okay, so I'm going to do A, B, and C to get results D or, or whatever it is. So like you said, people unfortunately go ahead and they go about it the wrong way because they just don't know. And they see, okay, this is the way I structure it. And this is the way I do it. And I get all the time. I mean, so unfortunately now if I get friend requests, I'm very, uh, uh, so I don't just add people on my friend request to know them, met them somehow, because the thing was, was I was adding people that would just request me. And I would say, okay, we have 15 mutual contacts. Let me just add them because they're somewhere in my circle. And then my Facebook feed would just get bombarded by their MLM or the thing that they're involved with. And I'm like, wow, they totally are missing the point. They, this is their method yeah. of marketing. And um, so, yeah, so it's just, that's not my style. And if it, if you're doing that and I know it can work for some people, which is good. I mean, I, I, I commend any type of hustle. I mean, if you're out there doing it awesome for you and, and good for you, it's just not my uh, uh, method of using social media and platforms. So, Right. Um, like I well, said, and, and the whole, the whole sorry. point about this is, is has become, and we didn't even know it until like five minutes until the hour. But I think the point of today is to show people there's more. There's much, much more. And right. if you go around looking at what everybody else is doing, you're only doing, you're only seeing what they have put up to see. Right. And that doesn't give you any indication about the kinds of things they do on the back end. Right, that's the tip of their iceberg. That's their highlight reel. You know, I just went to this conference. You should buy my next course because of this and that. And well, God, there's a lot of stuff missing from all of that information chain. That's a very light information chain <laughs> right. to go on. And then to try to base what you might do, what your next move is, based on a, on that. So, like. What did you guys do when you when you started getting a little bit more underground? And I, I always call it underground because I, I pick out people like, in you know Jonathan Mizell, long ago was like huge, huge, huge. He was always out there and the equivalent of social media. He was on all the forums and everything else and selling courses. And then he just disappeared. Right. He, he disappeared and it's like, oh my God, did he? You know, did he die? Or did he, <laughs> you know, did he, I mean, because right. we, we could only conceive of somebody disappearing in, a, in like a dire circumstance. Right. And what he did is he got into big media buys. Back yep. when media buys were a big thing, Yahoo banner ads all over the web and getting in front of millions of people, the equivalent of, of what we're doing on Facebook now, uh, you know, in a much more targeted way, in a big blanket way, but he went big and he went underground. Right. And when nobody knew where he went until he came back long later, like a, t- a year or two later, somebody heard from him. He said, oh, I'm doing great, better than I ever have, more money right. than I've ever made. 
because I got out of the internet marketing business and I started doing media buys. Right, right. And I want people to know from, from people like you that that, that world exists because For sure. that's really it's, where it's the biggest amount that. of leverage is. Right. It's funny that you mentioned that because people that I think about is like John Reese, right? He was the first person yeah. to do a million dollars in, in IM in 24 hours. Um, so first person to have a million dollar 24 hour launch at Michael Same and all these uh, more or less your uh, guru's favorite guru, right? These, these people that have been around forever that have been just doing well. Yeah. Um, and and he disappeared. I mean, he was off the face of the planet. I mean, uh, and I know John. Uh, I know him well. And like Frank Kern, for example, right? Someone that you just don't. And sure, he markets internally, and he has his actually someone that you want to f- follow and see what he's doing. Again, very big on paid ads and paid traffic utilizing Facebook. And that's my point. Um, so what I'm getting at is, is this is what I did, and this is what I recommend anyone that's wanting to um, move forward in their business and and, and emulate success is total um, uh, immersion is the word I'm looking for. So just immerse yourself in what other people are doing that are, that are having success. And if, that's, if it's copywriting, if it's um, uh, uh, publishing books, or if it's um, running Facebook ads, or if it's running any type of ad line, um, online ad or offline ad, it's to immerse and see what your competitor is doing, see what your competition is doing. Um, I mean, Russell uses the word funnel hack, right? And then he has this whole hacking everything. So you want to hack other people's marketing campaigns. And that's what I would suggest is just to totally immerse yourself. What I did um, to, before I got to the point to where I'm at was um, immersion. I mean, you'll be surprised what's on YouTube. I mean, what's, what's in Facebook groups where just mm-hmm. for free, you don't get to pay $10,000 for a consulting or mentorship. And I'm totally for mentoring and consulting. I mean, uh, because it's, I've had huge mentors in my career that have skyrocketed and launched my careers into new paths. Um, so same deal. I mean, I'm not sure if you coach or mentor Jack, but, uh, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but I mean, it's just, just people, if you're looking to have success, you contact Jack. Uh, how can I, uh, uh get you to coach and mentor me and, and, and then just surround yourself in immersion and, uh, focusing on how can you learn everything about, a specific marketplace or a strategy that you can start emulating it and having success for yourself. So like you said, the surface, what people see on the surface, especially getting back to the whole Facebook deal is only one side of the coin. It's only, it's only the tip of the iceberg. It's only a small fraction of what's really going on. And that's what I would suggest for anyone that's taking business serious online, offline, just in general. I mean, I have friends that are in the most strangest oddity niches that you'll never even guess. Um, some of my clients <laughs> that are making a killing. I have a client right now who has over 1,500 active members, paying him 20 bucks a month. So do the math. That's like 30 grand a month on a survival uh, business on, on on how you can prep if the world's coming to an end. Right. I don't get that marketplace personally. I mean, I can't relate, and I'm yeah. not a buyer, but he's making a killing on it. Um, so that's and again he's using fundamental marketing methods that, that are working, and that that are uh, that he's uh, that he immersed himself and said okay here's what other survivalists are doing here's what other people in other industries are doing how can I cross the two and mix the two to work for me and um, sure now you can see on the tip of the iceberg he has this thirty thousand dollar a month uh, recurring business but all the work behind that that. Uh, has has built that wasn't seen, and or or isn't seen from a from afar, and that's what. Well, what also what also what? isn't seen is you look at his site and you know personally that he's got fifteen hundred members at twenty a, a month. Right. But anybody doing research on a really light duty level would look at his site and have to sit there and wonder if he's being successful or not. Because I right. mean, and like it's funny when you look at cool. stuff. And that's the funny part about it too, and the ironic part is you look at his pages. Um, you want to think it, you're like, oh, this is just some, some random guy trying to sell because he uses a lot of it's, it's the free plus shipping offers. So it's like, oh, some guy's trying to peddle some, some tool to, to make a fire out of a, uh, it's like a flint deal where you, uh, it makes a spark. And it's like, he's uh-huh. it for free and you look at it and it's the cheesiest website, but he has this, this fundamental uh, uh, sales funnel that converts well, that brings people from that to a membership offer to this trainings with uh, uh, Navy SEAL experts that even chime in and, and give trainings. And like he's just said, <laughs> I mean, if you go to his website, you would never guess 
he's he's having the success that he's having. Um, and to me, that's the cool part. I mean, it's, it's the guys that are out there or girls that are out there that are actually working it. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder if people do that. I mean, I have a conspiracy theory, and I don't think they actually consciously do this, but maybe they do. You know, they right. make their sites look like nobody would ever want to be there, so nobody will come and steal their niche because they right. know oh, yeah. that we're out there looking and studying things. <laughs> right, oh, right. There's nothing to see here. He's got his site literally camouflaged and in survival mode with crappy-looking graphics and everything else right? so that nobody will know. And then he found a way that it blends well with the people he's trying to go after. They don't mind. They actually like it. So who cares? Now right. he's got the best of both worlds, and you just, you just outed him, man. Dang it. <laughs> well, it's funny. I'm not going to say it because he does – I mean, all this stuff is primarily through Facebook ads and paid – and it's in its media buys, paid traffic. Right. Um, so he has everything, like, really highly um, t- targeted and, and tracked. So yeah, I'm not gonna like give away his actual site because <laughs> it's confidential, um, confidential stuff as well that I right. have contracts. But yeah, but you're right. I mean, to me, those are the winners. I mean, the people that are out there and doing it, and that's my, uh, I mean, that's like my inspiration is, is working with people that are, and because that's what I get passionate about. Is okay. Again, I don't know anything about survival, but I know how to sell products. I know how to how to structure things so you can figure out how a how a client ticks. And then how to go ahead and and um, structure an offer for them to buy it. So I know the fundamentals of marketing and selling. So I apply that in every niche and marketplace that I get involved with. And to me, what's cool is the people that are out there doing it. It's not the ones that, like you said, you can see on social media and or whatever it is um, that they're bragging, boasting about what they're involved with. Whose I mean, sites, I like ironically, look really well put together, by the way. <laughs> Their sites are always the most pristinely perfect and beautiful. Right, just to right. The side, but. No, you're totally right. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, and so that's the funny part about it is, is I like the underdog, the one that's out there hustling, doing it, and having results and producing results. And, and sure, I mean, again, yeah. um, there's always a level of, of uh, uh, stepping up your game, right? And if you – it's funny because, again, I have clients that went from doing these crappy webcam recordings and now they have full-blown studios on uh, on what they're doing. So it's just really cool to watch that evolution and that evolve. But that's the thing. I mean, yeah. talking about leverage and how people can truly have success is starting off where you're at and just working it, hustling, getting involved, seeing what your competition is doing, seeing what other people are doing. And then creating a marketing system, a selling system of some sort, online or offline, it's whatever you prefer, and just working it. And then uh, taking it step by step, and then when it's time to evolve and go to the next stage, you do that. And, yeah, I mean, that's what I – and getting back to the whole looking out from afar and what people see on the surface, that's what people um, miss out on is – it's funny, this real controversial person – not my style of marketing, but I met him two years ago at, at Russell's event. Um, his name's uh, Garrett White, and um, very in your face. And he has a really weird—not I shouldn't say weird, but very targeted marketplace where it's on men in business looking to strengthen their uh, uh, business and, and, and relationships with their wife. So he's, he's kind of like a hardcore Tony Robbins, is what I would compare. And what's uh-huh. funny is, is he's doing four hundred thousand dollars a month in his business. And actually I've had friends, colleagues, people that, you know, Jack, that have went through his, his, uh, uh, like seminar, I guess you call it over in California. And the cool thing is though, is he kind of teaches this whole, um, be out there and, and, and who cares what people are saying? Um, you don't have to have the standard. And he started off. I mean, it's funny because, um, he showed at his keynote at Russell's event was this whole evolution of, becoming a uh, starting off with this crappy like GoPro cam and like half his face would be uh, uh, when it be recording because he's holding it in front of him to where now he has <laughs> these full blown studio setups and this crazy production. But he literally built the business from the ground up by listening to um, he calls it the voice. So it's listen and just go after what you're passionate about and what you think you're supposed to be doing. And, um, so, yeah, so just kind of tying it back to, again, because I'm not sure the type of responses you get, Jack, but the stuff that I get is, um, so so where do I start at? And, okay, well, I can't start here because I don't have this. And, okay, well, I can't do this because I don't have that. 
And people have all these pre-made excuses and, and why they can't succeed than focusing on, okay, what can I do today, right now, to get me one step closer to my goal or make an extra $1,000 or make an extra $100. And when you start having that mindset, before you know it, you're having twenty, thirty, fifty thousand $50,000 days. And those days, are the, are, that's when the harvest has, has, has come in. That's when you're, yeah. you're high-fiving, hugging your wife, going out to dinner, and you're celebrating. But, heck, I mean, just focus, I, in my opinion, on anyone that's looking to start a business or grow a business, the small successes. I mean, if you're not making 50 bucks a day, yeah. shoot for that. Shoot for $50 a day. Um, People are too comfortable. I was talking to uh, Randy Gage um, years ago, and – I, you know, he was, I, I was inspired to ask him the question that I did because I had just read his, you know, creation story about being bankrupt, you know, and it's almost a cliche, but it's, it's, it's something that people blow off too easily. It's like, oh, another bankruptcy story. Well, there's something to that. Right. People who make up excuses that they don't have everything at hand that they need to make $30,000 a month, that I don't have that, I don't have that. Those people are too comfortable. And I asked Randy, I said, is it possible for somebody to really, really succeed on the level that we were talking about at the time and somebody was making 100 grand a month doing something and, uh, and not have it come from some point of serious, serious urgency? And from the perspective of all these guys, what, what's there to that? They declare bankruptcy. What happens when that happens? You're desperate as you can possibly be. You're right. You have lost everything. You right. have nothing. It's like being dropped out of a plane over Siberia with maybe a knife if you're lucky. Yeah. And it's going to be 30 below tonight, and you've you got to find wood. You've got to find food. You've got to find shelter, and, or you're going to be dead in the morning. Right. And only the people who come up and wake up in the morning are going to be the ones who didn't complain that they didn't have everything at hand to do what they needed to do, to stay alive, to survive. And I think a lot of people, you know, most people just aren't serious enough to right. do any of this stuff. And, and they're going to be dead in the morning as far as their business is concerned. But that didn't really, they didn't really lose anything there because they still have that fallback of a cubicle to go to. Right. So there's the dabblers, which is 99.9%, I think. And then there are people who can put themselves in the mindset of survival and thriving in an adverse situation where they got to come home and work their butts off after they've already – gone away and worked their butts off all day, right. you know, and those are the kinds of people that are really, really rare. A lot of other people are just watching from like the stands and going, yeah, I'd like to have a business. Maybe, I don't know. And what do you think I, about that? I can't agree with you more. I mean, that's the funny part is, is, is you're dead on. And I come across the same exact stuff, right? Cause as an entrepreneur, I'm always thinking of optimistic and, and okay, how can I turn um, $1 into two? Right. And, and how can I, invest into something and make more money or, or, or how can I take my talents into an industry and, 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 uh, and produce results. And so I'm always thinking, right. And it's funny. So even people that work for me, even people that, um, so this one guy, he does all my graphics, great, great graphics guy. Awesome. And he's a local guy here in my town and, um, and, and he's on disability. So he, so he's had some really uh, hard things happen where he had cancer and, and they had surgery in his head and lost his hearing for a time. So, I mean, someone that legitly was working hard, had something horrible happen, just a, um, a health issue, and now he's on disability. Yeah. And so, but on disability, he's able to work, I think it's 25 or 35 hours a week. I forget. I think so, yeah, I think it's 35 hours a week. He works 35 hours a week, makes a paycheck plus a disability, and that's like he, like he maxes out. And I was telling him different ways he could sell his artwork. I said, hey, man, I said, what you're doing is great. And, and I said, you do my graphics. I buy artwork from you. Like, you have talent. I said, I, I mean, I know graphics just because in the industry, we're always recreating stuff and, and needing to make stuff on the whim. And, and I see different graphic artists, and I've worked with tons and tons of them. But I'm like, man, you really have a talent there. And then I told him different ways he can make money. And, and, and first thing he said was, oh, well, if I make too much, then I'll get into my disability will get taken away. And I'm like, man, you are in a totally wrong mindset. I mean, I think if he had a disability taken away, it'd be the best thing for him because now he has that, that survival mode, like what you're talking about. Now you're, it's, it's a different yeah. mindset from being comfortable and complacent. And so I think sometimes for some people, bankruptcy is what they need. I mean, I think for some people, and not saying that you have to go bankrupt to, to have success, obviously, but that urgency, that, that hunger, that okay survival of the fittest type. It's almost like, 
going back to instincts, right? How, how am I going to uh, provide food for myself, for my family, for my wife, for my kids? Um, and now it just opens up your different, uh, a different mindset to business. And, um, and actually, I felt really bad. I'm like, man, that's, that's tough. I mean, I would hate to think that way. I mean, I would hate to say, oh, you know what? I'm going to turn, around, I'm gonna turn away a six-figure payday to get uh, $20,000 a year on, on disability services. Um, but he's, I mean, but he's thinking of the what ifs. Oh, what if in four months from now I work really hard, it's taken away. I have a good month, but the next month it it, it, all, it all vanishes. And I'm like, man, that's yeah. the wrong thought process to be in. And the, oh like you God, because if you really get into what ifs, man, you can really go down a dark, deep hole. Right. Because funny, really, yeah. the entire the entire existence is predicated upon what ifs. There is no certainty in this world. I wonder where people got the idea that there ever was. Right. There is no certainty. Nothing is guaranteed tomorrow in the next five minutes. There's just right. absolutely no guarantees in life whatsoever, but we've got a lot of people walking around acting like they've got something to lose. Like, right, right. <laughs> You you have everything to lose. Every single day you have everything to lose. Right. It's and when funny, you yeah. said, you know, you kind of backed up a little because you didn't want people to think the wrong thing about bankruptcy, but I'll stick it completely to the wall. Bankruptcy or whatever the hell it is, people need to get themselves in the sense, in the mindset of everything is gone. What do I right. do? Right. We, we go through a little exercise at uh, Directions U called the Thrival Challenge. And – uh, you know, when people start talking too much in our group about needing, you know, things, needing money or, or whatever, I can't do this because I don't have enough money. I can't do ads on Facebook because I don't have enough money or whatever. We plunk them in a thrival challenge. We tell, we stop what we're doing and we say, all right, you are dropped off in Siberia. Uh, you got a knife and uh, your knife is your, you know, your laptop and Siberia is the internet and you have no connections. You have nothing right now. And practically the people that we're talking to are beginners and everything. They don't, they're pretty close to that anyway, right? right? So it's easier for them to imagine. And you go out, you, look, you just assess. That's the first thing you do in a survival situation is you assess. What are your assets right now? Well, you got clothes and all this stuff. Well, on the Internet, you do the same thing. Who are your connections right now? What are you really good at? Screw what you're passionate about. What are you good at? Go out and get money to do that. And the thing that we found was you guys – in our group, you all know all this stuff about marketing. You haven't made it come true for yourself yet in your business. You're working toward that. But you know more about marketing than any local business on the planet ever could, ever would. Right. Why don't you go out and help one of those guys? Go walk down the street to the local whatever shop and tell them what you know about social media and get them on for 1000 or $1,500 a month to right. do something. Now you've pulled yourself out of the hole. While you're building your dream, you can build someone else's and get that fast, easy money. And it's like, oh. It's, it, so they come back the next week, and they started finding money everywhere. One woman found a check for $2,000 that she forgot to cash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. It, it was right. like it was laying on the floor in a couch or something like that. And other people were like, yeah, I picked up a client. I never even thought that I could just go use my talent that I'm picking up here for my business on somebody else's right now. Right. And, and they've already got a process and can convert and everything else. I don't have my process set up. I don't have my sales funnel really set. They have it all. All i got to do is get them more traffic, which I know how to do right now. It right. changes people's minds completely. And You're it totally fires right. them up, and then their businesses start going forward faster too by a remarkable coincidence. I can agree more. I mean, so you're 100% dead on. And it's funny because I'm because in, in we all have levels, right, of success. And obviously, um, right now, I can take on some things that are riskier because, I mean, I've worked really hard to, to build up a nest egg and have accounts that are full of cash to where I can uh, uh, risk right. certain things. And that's what, I call, that's what business comes down to is, is risk versus reward. And yesterday, I just hired on a part-time person. They're going to do 30 hours a week for me. And this is a whole new niche that I'm jumping into. It's, um, it's on e-commerce. Um, and um, has the thought crossed my mind? I mean, can this go belly up? Of course it has. I mean, I am human, right? So we all have, unfortunately, yeah. we all have these brains and we all have consciences and we all have uh, this, this uh, thing ticking in between our ears that can have us sometimes wondering things. Um, but I'll be damned. I mean, if it does, and I'll do everything I can, which I guarantee you within the next two to three weeks, this, Income, this this uh, business will be 
a, a new income stream for me. And that's my mindset behind it. It's not, oh, well, I'm, I, I just brought someone on part-time, and they're working 30 hours a week, and, oh, uh, i got to pay them next week, and, and, what if, and what if it doesn't work? And, oh, uh, what if I run ads to it, and the, and the ad, just, uh, um, ad spend is just wasted? Screw that, man. I mean, I'm, like, my thought is, is, okay, I just hired this employee. I just dumped $1,000 into this custom uh, uh, shopping store, um, uh, uh, e-commerce store, and I've already dedicated a certain amount of money to go towards ads. Um, we spent all the yesterday training them in. Today we're we're loading the store um, up with product in this new industry that I have I've never sold one product in this industry, but my thought process isn't what if what if what if what if sure subconsciously the stuff arise and I mean um, of course I mean and that's funny uh, Mark Cuban yeah. said this I mean every entrepreneur is in some state of paranoia every entrepreneur or every successful entrepreneur is in some state of paranoia successful yeah successful and that's, because and that's I was just getting Cuban. ready to point out I was just getting ready to point out. What people may not be hearing right now, when they need to be hearing about what you just said. You put yourself in Siberia on purpose. You do it right. like a sport. You do right. it because it gives you that, that feeling that you had in the beginning when you didn't really have anything and you were growing right. and you didn't know what it was going to look like and you missed that. When you said, I'm successful and I can take more risks, what that could do is throw listeners off the scent of what's really important here. Right, it, yeah. I am successful because I take risks and I crave it and I go back to it, even though it scares me, even right. though it makes me worry. It, it, it's what actually makes things go. Right. You know, that's what made your first success a success was that, I don't know, I don't know, but this is freaking exciting and I couldn't, I couldn't imagine doing anything else other than this. Right, right. So I wanted people to hear that. I wanted people no, to hear what you were really, on, really right. saying there. Right, and, and, and I appreciate that, like I said, because, again, I mean, I talk sometimes so quick, and, and, and the perception could be different. And you're 100% right. I mean, again, I, I mean, I'm, I'm blessed and very fortunate that, uh, that my hard work has paid off. And that's my, t- that's, that's my recommendation, and that's what I recommend anyone that's listening to this uh, uh, radio show that's um, a subscriber of yours is to invest in yourself, to take that risk, to go ahead and say, you know what, because um, I was there. I mean, you were there. Anyone, any entrepreneur was once there. Or that's a yeah. successful entrepreneur was once there in every day. It still faces those, those uh, uh, challenges in, in that Siberia um, yeah. uh, talk that you're talking maybe, about maybe. dead on. I mean, that's, that's exactly where yeah. we're at in the business world is maybe it's not a, a financial risk. So don't everybody read too much into, right, well, let's exactly. just go, go lay some money. Maybe it's a risk of showing up somewhere and speaking to an audience Right. When you fear the most speaking to audiences, but you right. know that if you got in front of this audience, they'd love your product or service, you'd get a bunch of new clients or sales, and that's the risk. That's throwing right. yourself into Siberia. The rejection and it gives you the one. biggest rush in the world. If anybody has, has not taken that first step and experienced this for the first time, you have to trust us that we know what the feeling on the other side is, and it's an elation. It's an endorphin rush like you've oh. never felt before. And most people who finally get through that, which is not the 99%, it's only the 1% who get through that. They'll go on stage or they'll put the money down and they'll, they'll take the plunge, whatever the plunge is. Once right. they get to the other side, can you describe that rush, what that feels like? And that's oh really gosh. what you crave, isn't it? You know, it's hilarious. So, so Jeff and I, we were on the sales call, right? And, and, and we closed the sale. It was for over $35,000. I mean, it was actually one of my bigger one-time sales that, that we've ever had. And because um, and I've had a lot of $20,000 sales come in and, and, and some big numbers, but 35K for one client was, for us, was huge. And it was funny. Yeah. I remember hanging up the phone and I'm like, dude, I'm, like, I'm high. <laughs> I mean, like, and, I'm, and yeah. I'm sober. I mean, I didn't take any, any, any prescriptions or any medication or any, uh, wasn't smoking anything. But like you said, the endorphins, the rush, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I want to talk to someone else. I want to do this again. I want to. Yeah, let's do this uh, again. Let's do this again. <laughs> I mean, I want to replicate this. I mean, holy cow, how can I get this again? And it's funny right. that you mentioned that because, um, because I still, I mean, even small successes. I mean, when I have income streams that make fifty bucks in a day, that's kind of been stagnant. I'm like, sweet. And the cool part is, is I'm in a position to where I have multiple income streams coming in. And there's things where we have three thousand, five thousand dollars in some cases, fifty bucks, a hundred bucks. And I'm thankful, and I and I still get that rush. I mean, I love talking to customers. I, I I that's what I live for. I love, to me, it's a game. I mean, it's it's, it's how can I figure out a um, and and play this game of business that we're in. 
How can I go ahead and, and, yeah. and spend X amount of dollars, X amount of resources? Sure, um, rejection will come. Sure, you'll screw up. I mean, those are things you just have to count, um, counter in it. It's, it's like playing a game, like we said. I mean, the football, you'll have a play that right. you might fumble or, or, or you might go ahead or, or uh, have a penalty called or, or wrong play. But it's the whole game that we're playing. And when you get to the other side and when you yes. take victory – the endorphins, the, the, the that's rush. why the coaches always say, keep your eye on the prize, keep your right. eye on the end zone, keep your, right. on the way to the end zone, you're going to fumble and recover. You're going to, you know, there's going to be a lot of crap, but the last thing you're going to ever think about is when you're throwing that ball down on the end zone, you're not going to think about the fumble. You're not going to think about anything. You got to the freaking end zone. And a lot of people I think forget about that. They're really, really worked up about the fumbles, you know, Right. and the interceptions and starting over and having to get the ball back. And they, they start thinking, ugh, this business stuff sucks. No, you can't say that. You cannot determine that from your position on the field because right. you have never been in the end zone. And until you've been in the end zone, you have no clue what business is like. You've got to get to the end zone one time, just experience it once, and that will tell you whether or not this business is for you. Some people, it's not enough. I've watched people get in the end zone and still – uh, it wasn't worth it. They're still worked up about the fumbles and interceptions on the way there. And and that's just, you know, you got to go work for somebody else at that point. That's who you are. Or you've got to go to a right. Tony Robbins event and walk on coals to get rid of that crap. <laughs> right. What are the that's other? funny that you mentioned that. It was, it was um, so Grant Cardone and Gary Vaynerchuk, they were debating that uh, um, recently, was, I mean, so, so can entrepreneurship, can the entrepreneur DNA be taught or is it, um, or, or, is it a DNA? I mean, is it something that you're born with? Yeah. And they both had um, different question. opinions. Right. It, it's very tough. And they both have different opinions. Grant Car- Grant's obviously, of course they can, because he sells high-ticket training on how to become an entrepreneur. So right. Grant, he's like, yeah, 100%, man. If you follow the stuff that I do, you get pumped up. Um, like, like I am day to day, you, you will learn that. And I believe so. I mean, in immersion, I, I do believe you can be motivated and you can tra- um, um, change your mindset, but I also believe Gary Vaynerchuk was right. And it's like people's perce- people perspectives are different. And, and his whole point is anyone can do it, but your perspectives on it uh, differ. For example, someone that's making $40,000 today and, um, and um, in a nine to five job that have that sometimes has to work Christmases, sometimes have to work uh, Thanksgiving's that are away from their family on holidays, to them, 90000 bucks a year on their terms is like a millionaire. I mean, and if that's what you're shooting for, he believes you can shoot for that and you can achieve it. It depends on what your perspective and, and what your belief is on success. Um, so he does kind of believe that anyone and, and everyone can empower themselves and, and get themselves out of a situation to if, if, if that's what they're wanting. But Personally, I don't know if people have the balls for it. I don't know if people, or whatever the term you want to use, I don't know if people. Well, have, they're too uh, comfortable. You know, right. if you're really I mean, comfortable, if you're sitting on a really comfortable couch, and I know this, and you know this. Right. You sat on a really comfortable couch, and you had some stuff to do, and it would work for me. It's my downstairs office, and that's a long way away. Yeah. It's a long way away from a comfortable couch. I could watch some more Netflix. I could. Right. You know, and wh- whoever is the real entrepreneur in the room is the one who's actually going to force their asses up out of that Exactly, couch. exactly. And that's, a, that's actually a metaphor. That's not literally uh, – it, it's whatever your comfort zone is. Forcing yourself right. out of that 100%. is the biggest thing in entrepreneurship. And that's what I'm learning today is, I mean, again, my company can now on autopilot do anywhere from thirty to 60000 bucks a month. Um, then there's different levels to it, right? I remember one time when 30,000 bucks a month was my goal. And now we're having $60,000 a month. And now I want to, and we've had six figure months, um, but not consistently. And that's my goal is, is to have a consistent on, on, on autopilot. And then now my next goal is to do seven figures a month. Um, and so you're exactly right. That's where it all comes down to is complacency. So where is it that, that you're at? I mean, we've produced tons and tons of millions of dollars with our marketing methods and with our client stuff. I mean, yearly we do over a million dollars um, with client work and the stuff that we do. Um, mm-hmm. I'm talking about company that uh, money that my company keeps, money that I uh, that I keep, and that's my goal. Is, is how can I be in a position to go ahead and get myself off the couch, so to speak, and, and find a new income stream, find myself uh, hire on a new staff member to find new income in these other areas, and then also leverage what I have set up and how can I make that better and and and, and grow it even uh, wider and t- and taller and and 
that's my thought and my mindset. So it's funny that you mentioned that because we all get there. And I have friends that are compl- are complacent. They do 10000 15000 bucks a month. That's life-changing income to most people. And I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, you're doing so much more. I'm like, and I, I, I like want to rattle them. I said, oh, my gosh, like your potential is huge. And what you're, you're, you're hardly scratching the surface. Um, well, it's important to know that the potential is there. But it's also important to know who you are. And right. if you're doing ten k a month and you have other priorities, you have things that you want to do in life that aren't just on the balance sheet and, you know, helping people out or supporting right. the cause or, you know, uh, helping turtles get to the sea when they're hatching in Mexico on a beach. That right. takes time away from your business. And it's like, well, I could, I absolutely know. And everybody needs to know that really there's no limit to the potential but there is a limit to how much you need to be happy. And I agree. I everybody's agree. different. You know, Bob Yeager was on a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, he, he had a whole different perspective. He's made the really, really big bucks, and he's had the headaches that come with it. To him, having right. a giant house that needs to be maintained all the time and the cost and expense and the headache and everything else was just, he's like, it wasn't worth it. I found out that the thing that I thought I wanted wasn't really what, he's got like a ranch very easy to maintain. They travel a lot, and he only does so much, right. you know, with his business. And and that's what everybody has to understand is you're not all out here trying to be millionaires, right? And you're right. you're and, trying and, to and be to whatever it means for you to be happy. Right, and and, and that's where you're clarified. And I mean, I have friends coming to me that are that. And so the particular person I'm thinking of, they're, they're, they they came to me and they're doing like 10, 15,000 bucks a month and it's on autopilot. I'm like, Oh man, I, um, I want more. I, um, I want to do more. And they have the talks of doing it. And I said, dude, like, look at what you're doing now. Um, and maybe they're, they're happy. Right. So subconsciously they must be happy where they're at. And because I'm like, dude, you hardly work and, and you have a great lifestyle and he brags about it. And I'm like, uh, so to, to clarify exactly what I was talking about, um, I agree with 100%. I mean, what is it that you really want? Are you complacent and happy with $10,000 a month, 15000 bucks a month, and travel and, and live life on your terms? And, and like I said, you can rescue sea turtles day in and day out because you have that freedom, which is great. I mean, I'm not knocking that at all. Um, right. But I think you hit no, it on no. the head. It's what is it that you really want? And then, and then question that and then see what, and then see what your actions are um, to make that happen. I mean, if you're wanting, if you're saying you're wanting $30,000 or $40,000 a month, see what you're doing. Right now, making ten thousand bucks a month, and, does you, and do your actions agree with what it is that, that you're doing? And this person in particular, I mean, they have it really easy. I mean, like they have income streams set up, and I'm talking, they work like they literally have the four-hour work week, um, checking in, doing a few things, and that's it. Um, so right. again, I mean, and that's the thing. I think Gary Vaynerchuk mentioned uh, in that interview with um, Grant Cardone was exactly what, um, what is it that you want out of life? And you said it best. Um, what is it, or, or who is it that, or I forget what you said, but you said like, um, who is it that, that you are, or why is it that you're doing yeah. the things you're doing? And if you're after 5,000 bucks a month, because you're making 2,500 bucks a month right now at your dead end job. And if that's what you want, I commend you. Awesome. Go for it. And I know you can. And if at any such time you feel that 5,000 isn't enough, the the knowledge that the potential for an unlimited number of zeros at the end of that practically is there. So you're taken care of. It's not, it's not that there's not enough potential in the world for you to have what you want. It's never been that. It's always been something else. And that's really what we talked about today. What a great, great, great show. I mean, you didn't even know you were going to be on here. I love guests that don't know they're going to be here like till 10 minutes before because they're such great shows for some reason. How do people find you? Uh, where do you want to yeah. send people to get into your sphere of influence? So actually what I did was I created a quick page. Um, it is webinartraining.net forward slash leverage, which is the key word here. Um, so again, that's uh, webinartraining.net forward slash leverage. And right there, um, actually, what I plan on doing was doing a cool little training on just just on leverage, um, nothing to buy. I mean, just a straight up training, like a webinar type deal on anyone watching Sweet. this. And if we have a, 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 a big enough crowd, we'll do a really cool training on, on what how I leverage my bonus, business. Man. Yeah, that's so awesome. what I thought was I'm going to give you an inside perspective on how we mill up millions of pieces of, of direct mill pieces and how we leverage IM space with our offline marketing. Because um, as you know, Jack, in the IM space, no one teaches offline marketing 
from what I see. Right. And in the people, right, the we didn't even get, there were so many things we didn't even get into today. It's know, unbelievable yeah. all the questions I actually have for you that we just didn't get to touch on. So that would be a really great place. Uh, webinartraining.net slash leverage. Yep, leverage. And then, so yeah, it's a little you guys got to go because, like, he obviously knows what he's talking about here. You you know that now. <laughs> so go yeah, check awesome. him out. Yeah, so like I said, I'm, I'm happy to do a little training there and we'll. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, so today's the third, um, I'm thinking next week, and whoever um, opts in there will get the replay if, if it's after that. If you're listening to this a month from now, two months from now, a year from now, you'll still get the training on how we produce seven figures company-wide and how we leverage all the moving parts that we leverage. So, Ryan, thank you so thank much you for being so here much, today. Ryan. Oh, yes, it's my pleasure. Thank you, Jack. You know, awesome. I'm glad it all connected. It's all was was meant to be, so. Great show, guys, and we'll be back same time, same place next week. Have a great week, everybody, and remember to go sign up for that training with Ryan. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Tune in next week for another episode of Leverage Masters. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook on our Leverage Blackbook page to keep up with the latest. We'll see you next time on Leverage Masters. 